The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Merry Christmas and Happy Boxing Day, if you observe it. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, December 26, 2022. The second day of Christmas in the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. The Acts of the Apostles says that Stephen was a man filled with grace and power and worked great wonders among the people. Certain Jews debated with Stephen, but they were no match for him. Now, in his speech, Stephen recalled God's guidance through Israel's history as well as Israel's idolatry and disobedience. He then claimed that his persecutors were showing this same spirit. They charged him with blasphemy and stoned him. And as they were stoning him, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Do not hold this sin against them. St. Stephen died in about the year 36 A.D. St. Stephen. Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Yes, it's Boxing Day, otherwise known as St. Stephen's Day. I guess I'm not the only one who maintains the curiosity over the reason for celebrating a matter just a day after the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, Christmas Day. Well, Jesus, this question can occupy us in this conversation with you in these few minutes. But we're not the first to ask this question, nor are we going to be the first in attempting to answer the reason for having to celebrate St. Stephen, the first martyr. A Christian author who appears in the Liturgy of the Hours today puts it this way, Yesterday we celebrated the birth in time of our eternal King. Today we celebrate the triumphant suffering of his soldier. Yesterday our King, clothed in his robe of flesh, left his place in the virgin's womb and graciously visited the world. Today, his soldier leaves the tabernacle of his body and goes triumphantly to heaven. Who is the soldier? Who is the king? Jesus, you are a king. 
St. Stephen is your soldier, and I too want to join St. Stephen in fighting for you. It's an element of birthday celebration to come across or to see the pictures of the celebrant from childhood, which helps us identify the person in his different or her different stages in life. It will help us to appreciate perhaps the slight changes, but above all, that is the same person who had been little and who has grown. We understand that in getting to know the birthday celebrant better, I can be looking at the family photo of precisely the pictures of the celebrant proceeding from his or her childhood. Then I will ascertain the identity of the birthday celebrant with the vision of the same person aided by a photo from the past. Jesus, as the entire world celebrates your birthday these days, because we are still in the octave of Christmas, each of us is eager to understand what St. Stephen is doing here today. The account of his martyrdom can be found in the Acts of the Apostles in chapter 6 and 7, partly read in the Mass today as the first reading. And Stephen, full of grace and power, a short description of the gifts shared with you, Jesus, knowing that you are the source. For the people in debate with him could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. But what even calls my attention more is the description of the spectacle Stephen was before everyone as he bore you witness, Jesus. Thus, we're told, and gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. How and why? Because Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. He saw you, Jesus, standing at the right hand of God. Jesus, identical with the baby lying in the manger whom we see these days in the nativity scenes, perhaps at home or in the church, on the street. He helps us to identify you as the one who is coming in glory. In comparison with our common experience when looking at the birthday celebrant's photo from the past and agreeing on the identity, St. Stephen was seeing a sort of picture, vision of the same Jesus that proceeds instead from the future. Now that Christmas is here, you and I, listening, aided by the church's celebration, wouldn't want to lose sight of the same Jesus yet to manifest himself in the future in glory, as St. Stephen realized. Of course, once he sees you, Stephen desires you even more, Jesus, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. In encountering the image of Jesus, we even desire him more. We could say that these pictures, these depictions of our Lord, of Jesus, help us to endear ourselves more to him. The shepherds, yesterday we are told, have gone in haste to meet you, Jesus, after their own vision at night of the angels describing what had just taken place. The wise men from the east must have set off to meet you too. And I too am going to meet you. Let's recall that Advent had this double purpose of preparing us for both the final coming of Jesus in glory and his first coming, which has just occurred at Christmas. So Jesus, may I long to meet you as Stephen on seeing you, on looking at you during this Christmas in my prayer, in the Eucharistic host at Mass, in the Nativity scene, in family, and in those social gatherings that characterize these days of Christmas, particularly in the needy. The second aspect of today's feast has to do with the movements, more or less short, necessary to be made in order to reach a loved one. If a loved one invites us over, he ordinarily provides us with the information that will enable us to reach him or her. Take, for instance, by providing the address, if we don't know it, describing a bit what to expect on the way, maybe the turns to take, 
or the security details to keep in mind. The information will even help one to decide best what's prudent to do. And going back to the description of Stephen's martyrdom, we are told that he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he must have felt you, Jesus, inviting him over to your proper dwelling place in heaven. And having accepted this invitation, said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And Jesus gives information to each of his disciples and to Stephen too. Then to you and to me at this moment about coming to meet him, what to keep in mind. We find it in today's gospel. Beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you up, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. It's obvious that Stephen was wise enough to have cherished this information you provided Jesus regarding the trip to your place. And what did he decide to do? Give up going? No. Delay it? Neither. Compromise with your enemies? No. As they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. He wasn't deterred by the contradictions by the opposition he was facing, which could have stopped him from advancing in meeting Jesus. It's a true expression of fortitude, that moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. It strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. The virtue of fortitude enables one to conquer fear, even fear of death, and to face trials and persecution. It disposes one even to renounce and sacrifice his life in defense of a just cause. On this Boxing Day, or St. Stephen's Day, as you and I embark on the journey, little, little journeys we are to make to meet you, Jesus, say in our prayers, especially the Holy Mass, in our duties, in meeting Jesus in our family members and friends, particularly those ones who need more affection in these Christmas days. May none of us give in to the excuses that usually come from fear of obstacles. For example, one who is living in a densely populated area could have more reluctance to go out for fear of the traffic conditions. There may be people living in a region of the country with sporadic civil unrest, and an excessive concern for one's own safety can lead to forgetting how those same people there appreciate receiving their fellow loved ones in person. Or in the present tough economic situation, selfishness, or thinking excessively about oneself, may dominate one unless we learn to share the little we've got with the others during these Christmas days. It is love that moved Stephen on seeing you, Jesus, to be endeared to you and to be determined to meet you, unstopped by the threats he was receiving. This Christian author will continue speaking about Stephen, what sustained him in his journey to our Lord. And so the love that brought Christ from heaven and earth raised Stephen from earth to heaven. Shown first in the king, it later shone forth in his soldier. Love was Stephen's weapon by which he gained every battle and so won the crown signified by his name. Love indeed is the source of all good things. It is an impregnable defense and the way that leads to heaven. He who walks in love can neither go astray nor be afraid. Love guides him, protects him, and brings him to his journey's end. Christ made love the stairway that would enable all Christians to climb to heaven. Hold fast to it, 
Therefore, in all sincerity, give one another practical proof of it, and by your progress in it, make your ascent together. May we now go to the Blessed Virgin Mary, asking her to help us persevere in reaching Jesus, both now and at the end of this earthly journey, come what may. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's the Feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer, joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the newborn Christ, who has given the glorious crown to St. Stephen. Come, let us worship the newborn Christ, who has given the glorious crown to St. Stephen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving. And sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger... They shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the newborn Christ, who has given the glorious crown to St. Stephen. Stephen, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked to heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. 
Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand, take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Stephen, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Stephen fell to his knees and cried out in a loud voice, Lord Jesus, do not hold the sin against them. Stephen fell, fell to his knees and cried out in a loud voice, Lord Jesus, do not hold the sin against them. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, Fly like a bird to its mountain, see the wicked bracing their bow? They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord, whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked. The lover of violence, he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Stephen fell fell to his knees and cried out in a loud voice, Lord Jesus, do not hold this sin against them. No one was able to resist the wisdom of blessed Stephen, for the Holy Spirit spoke through him. No one was able to resist the wisdom of blessed Stephen. For the the Holy Holy Spirit Spirit spoke through him. Lord, hear a cause that is just. Pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer. No deceit is on my lips. From you may my judgment come forth. Your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart. You visit me by night. You test me, and you find in me no wrong. My words are not sinful, as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here, and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friends from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attacks of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent. Their hearts tight shut. Their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground, as though they were lions ready to claw, or like some young lion crouching and hiding. Lord, arise, confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. 
As for me, in my justice I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. No one was able to resist the wisdom of Blessed Stephen, for the Holy Spirit spoke through him. Affliction and distress surround me, yet your law is my delight. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Stephen was a man filled with grace and power, who worked great wonders and signs among the people. Certain members of the so-called Synagogue of Roman Freedmen, that is, the Jews from Cyrene, Alexandria, Cilicia, and Asia, would undertake to engage Stephen in debate, but they proved no match for the wisdom and spirit with which he spoke. They persuaded some men to make the charge that they had heard him speaking blasphemies against Moses and God, and in this way they incited the people, the elders, and the scribes. Altogether they confronted him, seized him, and led him off to the Sanhedrin. There they brought in false witnesses who said, This man never stops making statements against the holy place and the law. We have heard him claim that Jesus the Nazarene will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses handed down to us. The members of the Sanhedrin who sat there stared at him intently throughout Stephen's face seemed like that of an angel. The high priest asked whether the charges were true. To this Stephen replied, My brothers, fathers, listen to me. Our fathers in the desert had the meeting tent as God prescribed it, when he spoke to Moses, ordering him to make it according to the pattern he had seen. The next generation of our fathers inherited it. Under Joshua they brought it into the land, during the conquest of those peoples whom God drove out to make room for our fathers. So it was until the time of David, who found favor with God, and begged that he might find a dwelling place for the house of Jacob. It was Solomon, however, who constructed the building for that house. Yet the Most High does not dwell in buildings made by human hands. For as the prophet says, The heavens are my throne, the earth, is my footstool. What kind of house can you build me? asks the Lord. What is my resting place to be like? Did not my hand make all these things? You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are always opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your fathers did before you. Was there ever any prophet whom your fathers did not persecute? In their day they put to death those who foretold the coming of the Just One. Now you, in your turn, have become his betrayers and murderers. You who received the law through the ministry of angels have not observed it. Those who listened to his words were stung to the heart. They ground their teeth in anger at him. Stephen, meanwhile, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked to the sky above and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at God's right hand. Look, he exclaimed, I see an opening in the sky, and the Son of Man standing at God's right hand. The onlookers were shouting aloud, holding their hands over their ears as they did so. Then they rushed at him as one man dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. The witnesses, meanwhile, were piling their cloaks 
at the feet of a young man named Saul. As Stephen was being stoned, he could be heard praying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And with that, he died. Saul, for his part, concurred in the act of killing the word of the Lord. While the Jews were stoning Stephen, God's servant, the heavens opened before him. He saw and entered in. Happy the man to whom the heavens opened. As the stones crashed upon him from the depths of heaven, the living splendor shone on him. Happy the man to whom the heavens opened. From a sermon by St. Flugentius of Ruspe, Bishop, Yesterday we celebrated the birth in time of our eternal King. Today we celebrate the triumphant suffering of his soldier. Yesterday our King, clothed in his robe of flesh, left his place in the virgin's womb and graciously visited the world. Today his soldier leaves the tabernacle of his body and goes triumphantly to heaven. Our king, despite his exalted majesty, came in humility for our sake, yet he did not come empty-handed. He brought his soldiers a great gift that not only enriched them, but also made them unconquerable in battle, for it was the gift of love, which was to bring men to share in his divinity. He gave of his bounty, yet without any loss to himself. In a marvelous way, he changed into wealth the poverty of his faithful followers while remaining in full possession of his own inexhaustible riches. And so the love that brought Christ from heaven to earth raised Stephen from earth to heaven. Shown first in the king, it later shone forth in his soldier. Love was Stephen's weapon by which he gained every battle and so won the crown signified by his name. His love of God kept him from yielding to the ferocious mob. His love for his neighbor made him pray for those who were stoning him. Love inspired him to reprove those who erred, to make them a man. Love led him to pray for those who stoned him, to save them from punishment. Strengthened by the power of his love, he overcame the raging cruelty of Saul and won his persecutor on earth as his companion in heaven. In his holy and tireless love, he longed to gain by prayer those whom he could not convert by admonition. Now, at last, Paul rejoices with Stephen. With Stephen, he delights in the glory of Christ. With Stephen, he exalts. With Stephen, he reigns. Stephen went first, slain by the stones thrown by Paul, but Paul followed later, helped by the prayer of Stephen. This surely is the true life, my brothers, a life in which Paul feels no shame because of Stephen's death, and Stephen delights in Paul's companionship, for love fills them both with joy. It was Stephen's love that prevailed over the cruelty of the mob, and it was Paul's love that covered the multitude of his sins. It was love that won both of them the kingdom of heaven. Love, indeed, is the source of all good things. It is an impregnable defense and the way that leads to heaven. He who walks in love can neither go astray 
nor be afraid. Love guides him, protects him, and brings him to his journey's end. My brothers and sisters, Christ made love the stairway that would enable all Christians to climb to heaven. Hold fast to it, therefore. In all sincerity, give one another practical proof of it, and by your progress in it, make your ascent together. Yesterday the Lord was born on earth that Stephen might be born in heaven. The Lord Lord entered entered into into our world that that Stephen might enter into heaven. Yesterday our king, clothed in our flesh, came forth from the virgin's womb to dwell among us. The Lord Lord entered entered into into our world that Stephen might enter into heaven. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Through all the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Let us pray. Grant, Lord, we pray, that we may imitate what we worship and so learn to love even our enemies. For we celebrate the heavenly birthday of a man who knew how to pray even for his persecutors. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Boxing Day, Monday, December 26, 2022, the Feast of St. Stephen. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. The Lord gives some advice which could well have been directed to St. Stephen from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear testimony before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you up, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will deliver up brother to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Stephen's story bears out the fact that on the day that you are persecuted, For being a disciple of Christ, it's a day for rejoicing. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmastide. The Christian who is persecuted for following Jesus will draw from this experience a great capacity for understanding other people and a firm resolution never to wound them, never to offend them, never to treat them badly. Our Lord asks us as well to pray for those who persecute us, speaking the truth in love. These words of St. Paul show us how to teach the doctrine of the gospel without losing the charity of Jesus Christ. The last beatitude finishes with a fervent promise from our Lord. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. Our Lord is always a generous paymaster. Stephen was Christianity's first martyr and died for proclaiming the truth. We too have been called to spread Christ's truth without fear or concealment. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Because of this, if it is a question of proclaiming Christ's saving doctrine, we cannot give in when we come up against obstacles. Rather, we must follow the saying, Don't be afraid of the truth, even though the truth might mean your death. The day on which Christians are persecuted, slandered, or ill-treated for being disciples of Jesus Christ is for them a day of victory and profit. Your reward is great in heaven. 
Even in this life, our Lord pays with interest, but it is in the next we can hope if we are faithful for an enormous reward. Here, joy can never be perfect, but when we come close to our Lord through prayer and the sacraments, we enjoy a foretaste of eternal happiness. I consider, wrote St. Paul to the first Christians in Rome, that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. The history of the church shows that at times tribulation makes someone grow cowardly and cold in his relationship with God. At other times, on the contrary, it ripens sanctity in souls which take up the cross of every day and follow Christ, becoming identified with him. We always see this double possibility. The same difficulty, illness, misunderstandings, has different effects according to the dispositions of the soul. If we want to be saints, it is obvious that our disposition has to be that of always following our Lord closely, in spite of all obstacles. At times of setback, it is very helpful to foster the hope of heaven. It will help us to be firm in the faith when we are faced with any kind of persecution or attempts to confuse us. If you always pursue this determination to die rather than fail to reach the end of the road, the Lord may bring you through this life with a certain degree of thirst, but in the life which never ends, He will give you great abundance to drink and you will have no fear of its failing you. In times of external difficulty, we have to help our brothers in the faith to put up a firm resistance to all opposition. We can help them a great deal with our example, with our words, with our cheerfulness, with our faithfulness, and with our prayer. And we have to take special care to show them real brotherly love at such times, because a brother helped by his brother is like a strong city. He cannot be taken by storm. Mary, our mother, is especially close to us in all difficult circumstances. Today we entrust ourselves in a particular way to the first martyr who gave his life for Christ in order that we may be strong in all tribulation. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour on the Feast of St. Stephen, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My soul has held fast to you, my God. For your sake I suffered death by stoning. My soul has has held held fast to you, my God. For your sake I suffered death by stoning. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet 
My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul has has held fast to you, my God. For your sake I suffered death by stoning. Stephen saw the heavens open. He saw and entered in, happy the man to whom the heavens opened. Stephen saw the heavens open. He saw and entered in, happy the man to whom the heavens opened. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Stephen saw the heavens open. He saw and entered in. Happy the man to whom the heavens opened. Behold, I see the heavens open and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Almighty God. 
Behold, I see the heavens open, and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Almighty God. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in His people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Behold, I see the heavens open, and Jesus standing at the right hand of the Almighty God. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles It is not right for us to neglect the Word of God in order to wait on tables. Look around from your own number, Brothers, for seven men acknowledged to be deeply spiritual and prudent, and we shall appoint them to this task. This will permit us to concentrate on prayer and the ministry of the Word. The proposal was unanimously accepted by the community. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing His praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The gates of heaven opened out to blessed Stephen, and he was crowned first of martyrs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. The gates of heaven opened out to blessed Stephen, and he was crowned first of martyrs. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You You redeemed redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by your blood. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant, Lord, we pray, that we may imitate what we worship, and so learn to love even our enemies. For we celebrate the heavenly birthday of a man who knew how to pray even for his persecutors. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Hey, keep celebrating Christmas. It continues. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.